Hello builders. Welcome to the Builders Club Startup Founders podcast. A podcast for founders to upskill themselves and understand the founder mindset. Every week, we sit with the best minds in the startup ecosystem and understand what it takes to start, run and scale businesses. This podcast is from one of our recordings of our water cooler conversations. A weekly community AMA where we get established entrepreneurs to discuss their strategies and their mindset in front of our community members. So sit back, relax and let's start with the episode. First of all sir, welcome uh, to the Builders Club. Uh, for uh, all of you who don't know Kazi, so Kazi is uh, from a neighboring country, Bangladesh, uh, and uh, he has, uh, you know, he is the founder and CEO of Happy Hub, which is the first bill-received scan-based digital cashback or reward platform in Bangladesh. Uh, Happy Hub is helping the middle and the lower middle class consumers in Bangladesh by offering the easiest purchase saving options through cashback and digitizing the small and medium retailers with a data-driven remarketing tool. Uh, Kazi, you uh, have been running this business for almost uh, two to three years now, if I if I understand correctly. And I guess, uh, you know, currently in the market, uh, you know, you people are positioned to be the market leaders as well. So welcome to the, welcome to the Builders Club, sir. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And so what actually, if I, I want to talk about the journey that how we started uh, platform, uh, so, uh, yeah, you're right that uh, I have been working here for last two and a half a year. And, and from the ideation stage, I, as a, as a founder, I actually started this journey at the very first point of 2000. Before actually starting Happy Hub, what was in my mind that why we actually exist and why Happy Hub should exist, right? So in that case, uh, whenever I actually left my last job uh, back to, but so in that time I figured out the the most of the cases the purchasing option was not available for the regular consumers like me, like who belong from the middle class and work category of lifestyle only banks only offer the credit cards to the yeah. uh, higher actually higher class people uh, who have the good uh, amount of income and and i also got the actually offer from the banks to get the credit card because in that time my cost those uh, that criteria of the banks but yeah. uh, in, in in terms of that whenever i saw the people like uh, my friends uh, other friends and juniors or my family members some of my family members i have figured out that uh, like some of them are not actually being able to actually get this opportunity yeah like, uh, having a credit card and, and the shopping frequently and get the pretty much uh, discounts rewards on their purchases so in that time i figured out like in bangladesh there is almost right now 20 million bank account holders but there is yeah. only 1 million uh, credit card holders. So there is a 19 million gap, right? And, and rest of the 19 million have the debit cards because they don't meet the uh, criteria of credit. So there is a big opportunity 
to actually uh, expose the exposing this market with a, a actually bigger vision and and help the consumers to actually like enabling the option uh, make their uh, lifestyle more improved with the savings so i started thinking that how i should actually start and then i actually talked with two of my university juniors over the phone and and also talk, uh, over the chat in facebook that i proposed them that this is the thing i feel like there is a market there is an opportunity my personal feeling can you if you can relate uh, then you can think to join we have as my co-founder so then uh, whenever i actually approach uh, mr and also mr rakib so they actually figured out uh, the same experience uh, the, that i explained to them and then after two months of discussion after the chat all the meeting uh, we met before times over that two months then after two months actually uh, we got actually build the happy hub as a, as a team and 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 we started to talk with the merchants and also the users then how should build the product for them so at initial days uh, at the end of 2018 we launched our beta uh, the application okay. as a discount platform basically that was only the discount platform not the cashback one and okay. at that moment whenever we launched uh, at that moment we had had the team of like more than six people and one another co-founder actually joined uh, as a, as a CTO, Mr. Nazmu. So in that case, we were only the six people who actually started this journey together. I almost ten people. Still, we have not scaled. Uh, this is a, we are running it as very small scale. But uh, recently, we are raising our seed round. So uh, hoping to actually right now, and we are also actually onboarding various team members in for various departments. So. Maybe it will be uh, bigger uh, after after this month. So so yeah. there is a good news for us actually. And and, and how we actually uh, let's go back to the 2018 part. So after that uh, we six actually talked with the customers, talked with the merchants, and and, and figured out the consumer end that we felt that this is the problem. And for the merchant end, there was the more interesting inside that 90% local businesses like restaurants, fashion house, beauty parlors. Or, or pharmacies or, or local grocery stores that like the mini super shop they don't have any kind of tool so that they can actually get the understanding of their customers or, or get to know that who the loyal customers of their business so in that case we have actually got to know that and, and in Bangladesh there is a more interesting part of Bangladesh consumers do not have the that much loyalty uh, in terms of uh, actually be visiting any shop or restaurant or so whenever a shop is providing you the offer and discount if they see then they actually ship that part because of saving the money so so there was another interesting insight so if the customers feel like they are saving money every day then it can be a good platform right so after yeah. actually talking with the merchants we figured out that there is a problem from the both sides like the consumers like middle class and lower middle class people uh, who don't have the access of credit cards so if they get the easy accessibility of the discount or reward then they can avail that and save their money and also the merchants if they connect with the customers in real time and also get to know that who actually visited their shop how many times what is their buying behavior and how much they bought from their shop over the life cycle so in that case so that they can retarget them for the next time 
actually retain them for the long term. So in that case, we actually started building the platform and, and at the end of 2018, we launched. And right now, we are currently working on 100 plus registered shops, like where our partner uh, stores. And right now, we have more than 45,000 plus registered app users. And over the nice. month, every month, there is uh, more than 10,000 people who are using the app actually actively. In, in every month, we got more than 10,000 users who are using the app actively. So we consider it as a monthly active users. And for the other part, like how our discount model become the cashback, right? So after launching that, we figured out in discount model, there was the first issue that there was not, uh, there was no way of scalability. Scalability means such a, uh, means like uh, if you visit the shop, you are getting the discount, and this is a very simple process. But uh, there is no opportunity. Uh, to actually hook a customer for the long time in the application. In the application means uh, they actually browse more things, they go for uh, some other experiences to check that uh, if we can monetize the customer in future. So there was no uh, actual opportunity we felt that uh, to scale. And in discount model, there was no opportunity to get the understanding of the whole purchase behavior of the customer because they are visiting the shop claiming the discount, so that's it. They are getting the discount and done. So for merchant side, this was uh, a fruitful one, but for our side, there was no fruitful uh, insight from the customer and that what they bought in, in, in a single bill. Like you, you can buy, uh, for example, in grocery, you can buy the flour, you can buy the fruits, you can buy any kind of uh, household things that if I understand, then we can connect to with also the FMCG brands or also the pharmacy uh, groups and all. So, so you can be a potential customer of very different, uh, different uh, consumer groups. Uh, sorry, different uh, companies and corporations. In corporations, in that case, we figured out that yes, the discount model has the potential, but it's not scalable. In that time, we figured out in some times uh, if you can actually call it like uh, inspiration. Yeah. We call it as an inspiration. We figured out the magic pin from India and also uh, figured out the fetch rewards from USA after doing lots of research that what type of uh, reward platforms are and what kind of reward model is happening in the world. So then we figured out that these two platforms are doing really great in terms of uh, consumer retention, app user retention, and also the website. So in that case, we actually kept that inspiration and restructured the business model based on the our need our users need because in magic pin uh, with us there is a differences for very fast from fresh words we also have the difference because in happy hub right now just let's uh, jump into the cashback model in happy hub you have to just take a snap of your bill receipt and upload it in the application and the application will allow you to provide you the cashback if the Bill receipt is valid, then it will give you the cashback within three hours. And by using those balance, wallet balance, you can do the uh, internet recharge or, or internet subscription recharge, your telecom or, or mobile company SIM recharge, like buying the talk time. And, and you can also do the shopping from the similar application, like e-commerce. Like e okay. So, so, so this, this makes us different from the pin also the fetch rewards because in magic pin you can only buy the vouchers of their partner stores 
we yeah. also allow allow this option and 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 in fetch rewards there is only two options you can go for cash out or you can buy the amazon vouchers or or walmart vouchers and some other so we have made this uh, actually experience for uh, the customers by thinking that like if we give them the opportunity to do the online shopping from here as well so it will become their uh, part of their ha actually life because they're already getting the cashback or the reward on their offline purchase right so if we hook mm -hmm. them for their online purchase as well then it will become a great opportunity and uh, and and this this is how the actually uh, cashback model works for the consumers in the app there are more than 5000 users among the 40000 who are highly active they have already saved more than uh, like 300 usd last one year right like in, in a um, year so 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 it it was a great experience from them like whenever we talk with them like they actually feel like why don't we promote so aggressively and acquire more mm. users so that we become a, a a new hot cake for the startup industry in the bank mm. but but in terms of our uh, as a, as a founder we have some mm. limitations because in bangladesh uh, still the startup is uh, like the growing stage the startup industry mm. and, and the funding opportunity for the bangladeshi startups are right now still very limited uh, if you consider mm. India and Myanmar as well. So in that mm. case, we have, as a founder, we have to survive and we had to survive over the time, right? Mm. And, 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 and between that, the COVID actually, everyone. But, but mm. this model is which, why we call it a scalable, highly scalable model, because in, in COVID situation, all the medicine stores and grocery stores, grocery stores were actually open. In that case, our platform, not like other platforms like Uber or OYO, that didn't actually stop for the, actually the operation didn't stop for 100%. So our operation was still working in the, in the, in the COVID situation because we accepted the bill of the consumers, provided them the cash back from the partner stores that are actually selling the groceries or, or medicines. So, so, so still we were the enabled to actually open our operation during the COVID. And, and and in in that part, we also like uh, if I call it like the survival part, like how we survived and get the like almost forty five thousand registered users, and, and how we actually came up to the point like if we have to sustain, so we have to make it a limited team. Like right now, we are operating ten. In that case, we thought that uh, if we actually uh, onboard lots of people in the team make it bigger and, and, and the business model is not working right, then we will be dead very ba badly. But if we actually try with a limited investment by our own and, and give it a try and take, uh, test it as a pilot phase and get some traction and, and the business model get proved, then we can uh, raise a bigger one, right? So at initial days, me and my co-founders actually invested almost 8,000 USD from our own yeah. side, so from our savings, yeah. then we actually started. And, and as a founder, we don't, uh, we didn't take any salary till uh, December 2009, sorry, December 2020. Okay, so so from, uh, from the very beginning of 2018 till December 2019, we didn't take any salary until we got our first pre-seed round. 
from the from an india indian angel investor mr smith jaisuriya in india there is a uh, mirror.com which is the photo selling or photo remarket place photo selling remarket place he is the actually leading that uh, mirror.com in india so he actually uh, invested on us at, at the first phase as a pre seed investor and 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 after getting that round we actually started uh, onboarding for five members more and still that we are actually running in in this limited scale and also we actually spend those money from our revenue that we generate from purchases like the commission so this is how we are going okay, if i want to talk to talk about some insights about the bangladesh market since uh, you don't yeah. know about the yeah, bangladesh yeah, market yeah. all of you are from india or some other part of the world so in that case the bangladesh right now have 170 plus million people as a population the median age is for the people is 27 uh, so oh, so so okay. yeah, fairly young sorry yeah yeah very young so 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 in bangladesh the digital business uh, can grow very faster if the, there is a high potential and you actually uh, attract the customers uh, mindset or or if you can visible to them very soon as soon or as earlier so so you can actually move very faster and uh, there is the, another interesting part like as i mentioned that there is a 20 million uh, bank account holders there is only 1 million credit card holders so there is a big market for the fintech companies they want to explore and expand and in bangladesh right now the leading uh, mfs or p2p payment system companies bikash and after that there is nagad so these two companies are leading in p2p p2p business p2p fintech model if i want to talk about the internet user base there is right now is more than 10 million plus 100 million plus internet active internet users in bangladesh among the 170 million and 53 okay. million plus smartphone users so so the market is growing so fast in terms of economic growth if i want to talk about the economic growth of bangladesh uh, in last year the economic growth was like the gdp was 0.8% Year about and since the COVID hit, everyone in India and Bangladesh are all over the world. So everyone got that. But in the in between that, Bangladesh actually came out came out with some uh, aggressive policy and and some a fantastic policy actually sustain the economic growth. And 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 after seeing that growth and and the steps, the the International Monetary Fund has expected that Bangladesh can have the GDP growth of. 8% by the end of 2020 so there is a big opportunity for bangladesh and and, and also the well, if i want to talk about lifestyle right now uh, there is a more people who are actually uh, going up to from lower middle class to middle class so 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 so, so that is why the smartphone users base are going also the internet users base are going so so this is the bangladesh market that how it uh, actually growing and we believe that bangladesh will be the next indonesia of the south asia after india this will be the second biggest market of the south asia for for startups for digital business for fintech as well because if you see the market of fintech the, the highest consumer base is a uh, live in india in south asia and and after that there is a bangladesh. because already there is more than uh, 20 million plus people who are actually using the fintech uh, services in bangladesh so which is not even in 
in Nepal, in Malaysia, uh, in Maldives, uh, uh, Sri Lanka, my Myanmar as well. So, 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 so we are expecting that as a as a as a uh, country, we have lots of potential. Uh, if yeah. it, uh, if the startup community and startup industry get nurtured in a proper way, that's that's the journey of uh, Happy Hub. So, is there anything that if you want to ask, then we'll move to the fintech, <laughs> what we felt and what we think. Yeah. And also, thanks a lot, Kazi, because I think in one go only, you have covered almost all the questions that I had. So, okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for a very, very elaborate explanation. I would probably deep dive into one or two and then we'll open up the floor for the rest of the folks to ask in the questions because the questions have already started pouring in. Um, one question which I had was around the business model. So from what I understand, what I understand Happy Hub basically does uh, a bill receipt scan. And on the once you do the scan of that receipt for that specific merchant, basically provide you with uh, cashbacks, which basically can be converted into virtual coins, which can be used in all in your partner locations as money. Some in some kind yeah. of a multiple, if I understand correctly. Yeah. Okay. So you have uh, it's it's a very interesting business model. We have kind of uh, in India we have Paytm and we had free charge. You have kind of combined both of both of them together, um, which is which is a very very interesting uh, way to look at things. My question here is regarding this bill receipt scan. So what's the logic and how exactly is this is this benefiting the merchant? Because this is something which probably you know is is kind of unique for the Bangladesh market, or probably something which would you would love for you to shed some light upon. Okay, so in that case, uh, if we consider why actually we chose into this kind of model, right? So in first of the business model, it's like uh, uh, we get the commission from the merchants, for example. KFC is partnered with Happy Hub okay. and KFC is providing that 10% up to 100 rupee cashback to the Happy okay. Hub user. So for okay. example, you have bought uh, a food of uh, 500 rupees from KFC and you have paid that bill in, in a regular way like that you did in your previous time, right? And, 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 and take the bill receipt in, uh, with uh, you in your home and, and take a snap of the so after that you just have to open the app after we take a snap of your uploading it and and then you have to upload that food image or our selfie and then our system verifies few data points so that uh, we don't get any fake or spammed bill like you collected from somewhere else this is not you uh, not the customer so we actually check some data points uh, whenever the customer actually upload the bill receipt and then we allow the cashback right so in that case uh, after whenever our system sees that, that you have bought already 500 bill items then uh, our system actually allows you to provide you the fees as a cashback like 10 percent as i mentioned 10 percent cashback of your bill so in that case we provide you the Rupees as a cashback in your app wallet. And so, altogether, the merchant will be providing us the 52 rupees in terms of providing oh. the 50 rupees 
and two rupees is for common. So, so, so in in terms of five hundred rupees, we will get the ten rupees in terms of two percent commission. So, in total, we charge the merchants like twelve percent commission. So, we make money from that commission and also sell the vouchers. Like you can use your uh, cashback uh, point in front in the wallet to buy the vouchers of our partner stores. In that case, we also charge them like ten percent. In terms of uh, business, like we charge the merchants uh, in terms of selling their vouchers and also the cashback so why the partners are actually working with us right there should be a big yeah. question for everyone right that was my next so, question yeah yeah so in that case the question is very much uh, very much clear uh, from your side my answer will be very much uh, simple because in in terms of for example the paytm is giving you the cashback right for for paying through uh, them in in different different but they yeah. don't have the knowledge or understanding what you bought from that you bought from that shop that they know that you bought something yeah. from kfc they know it's something that amount is 500 rupees right but they don't know did you uh, actually order the hot wings did you order the crispy chicken did you order the burger or something else but we know that you bought these items from the shop so so this is the thing that a merchant should know that what type of items is bought by what type of customers and how much loyal they are to their business so that they can retarget you on the specific food whenever they are doing uh, the remarketing through our data driven remarketing so they got to know that you bought the hot wings so if they want to promote their hotings for next time in the platform by offering you something else like the instant discount on the purchase or something else they can retarget that who bought the hot wings from my shop in previous day then they will get to know you are on that list as well so they can do the remark okay so so this these are the data that is not sorted out till date in bangladesh before happy hub we are sorting out all these datas of the customers so that the market get easiest uh, actually remarketing option easiest frictionless for them right for 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 uh, for uh, other like marketing platforms there are lots of right they don't actually uh, can they they don't have that much capability to collect each and every customers each specific item level data so we have that item level data of you from your bill so so that is why it's more valuable for the merchants so that they can get connected and also there is a part of marketing that they are getting the exposure to our 40000 plus users so so this will, this is also a beneficiary for them and they are also getting the voucher uh, sales pre sales which we can like voucher sales so so it's like pre sale for them for their business so so this is getting benefited to them so that is why they are actually connected with us in terms of business model so and, and so this is this is how we work so basically this is a payment company which is also technically a remarketing tool for for your for your partners very interesting uh, cool i uh, wanted to understand this uh, consumer behavior in terms of offline versus online in bangladesh you spoke about the internet penetration and the smartphone penetration and things are fairly you know uh, different in terms of the ecosystem when it comes to bangladesh would love to understand how that works because i remember i was reading some article sometime back 
uh, around uh, how people in Bangladesh were using Facebook groups, uh, selling things in there. And it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's a fairly oft-used uh, model, uh, which is very unique to Bangladesh, should to speak. So would love to understand this whole offline versus online divide as well. So in terms of Bangladesh, in 2019, uh, Dhaka City was the second highest Facebook user in all over the world. 2019 or wow. so you can understand the power of facebook in bangladesh right so in 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 that case the bangladeshi people if they understand what is the internet they understand that facebook and google is the internet if you uh, don't talk uh, with the educated uh, internet users or educated customers like the the uh, shopkeeper if they are using the internet you will see that they are using Facebook, YouTube in most cases. If you uh, go to the educated customers, then you will see like we are, we understand what internet is and what is the purpose of internet and how we use and utilize, right? So in that case, everyone has the Facebook, uh, Facebook account. In Bangladesh, like almost there is a, uh, for 40 million Facebook accounts. Uh, in in last year there was like 35 million right now it's 40 million and and right now it's growing as well in bangladesh so in alone dhaka city has uh, the 20 million okay so in that case like the facebook groups why whenever a someone wants to do the business they believe that opening a facebook page or opening a facebook group can help us to grow their business they don't have understanding like you want to grow your business. You must have to have a website that uh, with a proper domain and, and also structure of your website that what we will sell so that you can convert it to the, to the different uh, channels like Facebook, YouTube, other Google search or, or, or different channels. But in Bangladesh, what they understand in, in terms of the most of the female Entrepreneur, they understand that if I have the Facebook page or group, then can boost this, and, and and they start actually doing the live. Facebook live is very much popular in Bangladesh. You will see in every second there is a page, the live is happening, and and there is a female around it who is doing the live. So so, 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 so it's like after from uh, 11 a.m. to uh, 2 a.m. 11 a.m. from the morning to uh, midnight 2 a.m. you will see the lots of live things and most of them are the female entrepreneurs. They have their shop, online shop and everything else. They don't customer, they, they don't want to uh, convert their customers to any website or other things. They want the customers to convert to them through the Facebook or, or, or the pages doing the live. So, so in that, this is the unique part of Bangladesh that most of the people actually believe that Facebook can help their business to grow. And and whenever their business page or or the group get uh, blocked by Facebook, they got so much upset. upset. They got so much upset and try to seek help from the experts so that they can actually uh, unblock their group or page. So. In that case, why the Facebook is uh, too much uh, actually 
getting the answer uh, because in terms of online activity you will see the most of the customers potential customers are in facebook bangladesh all of us we know that we understand that facebook is the internet only the educated customers know that what is internet in terms of uh, like uh, usage and utilization but in terms of the uneducated like uh, as i mentioned the shopkeeper or or or, or a deliver or a garment worker or or if you call it a rickshaw puller or or or, or the uh, what i can say motor wala so they all have the facebook but they understand that internet is all about facebook so that is why if someone wants to target the shopkeeper or the motor wala or the shopkeeper to sell the their products to them then facebook is the best internet penetration rate is 59 most of them are coming coming to facebook social media as a social media channels which is the most effective one most of the things are being done that facebook is very much uh, popular uh in 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 back to 2018 there was a uh, news going on that google wants to enter in bangladesh and digitize the whole bangladesh by providing the internet in roadside but after that yeah. that didn't happen i don't know what happened to them after that or or is there any uh, government restrictions or any uh, policy related uh, restrictions so that they didn't come but uh, after that in 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 terms of facebook there is no but in terms of google there was an opportunity but uh, that didn't happen okay. Cool, cool. Uh, it's already been 40 minutes uh, you know uh, and you know i think we have got a fair bit of an understanding about how happy hub and the whole bangladesh ecosystem works i'll open the floor up for questions now ikhil uh, you can go first yeah so yeah hi sir so i have a question regarding how you guys uh, market product like happy hub uh, thank you thank you for your question and uh, in that case uh, we actually uh, since as i mentioned that uh, we are more cost effective as a startup so as a startup if you have the limited money you have to think in a way to grow faster or or grow getting a good amount of customer base by spending this small amount right in terms of that in in terms of happy hub the influencer marketing actually worked very well and the referral program so we did referral program uh, for 15 days at the end of 2019 december and also happened this happened in december of 2020 we got almost 20000 users from there only the running the referral program okay and and the cac for for the customer acquisition cost was only 25 cents for for uh, each user to register so so that was the cac for through our referral program so that, that was bit tricky like uh, we only allow the customers to get the full amount of uh, referral amount or referral reward amount whenever the refer referred guy is using the happy hub app and claiming their first bill receipt or purchasing anything or else just opening up an account by and using an uh, a referral code cannot allow the referrer to getting the full amount of uh, referral bonus so in that case 
we got the conversion and after allowing uh, the referrer to get the actually uh, uh, referral bonus so this actually worked very well and we are going to run the referral program very soon from the next month as well since as i mentioned that we are actually closing our seed round right now beauty parlors uh, fashion house and grocery stores and medicine stores so we targeted in, in first phase we targeted the restaurant bloggers or the food bloggers who actually do the review of food there is a huge tendency of the customer to go or visit the restaurants 100 usd to each food blogger to review our app and promote it uh, in our youtube channel and also the facebook page so 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 we spend almost in terms of marketing we only spend 3000 usd over the last one year to get this user base yeah in terms of uh, like user base if we consider the cac is very low so yeah it was a great roi in terms of our uh, user acquisition does that answer your question yeah thank you sir uh, hi kaji um, I was just curious, like uh, the way you, uh, like you guys operate in Bangladesh, in somewhat similar manner, Magic Pin in India operates. So, like, is the business model same, or like, I mean, like, I just want to try. I'm just trying to understand the differences of both their business model. So, in terms of uh, Magic Pin, they don't charge the commission to partnering with the shops. They charge the subscription, okay. like for for uh, for using the mar merchant dashboard of Magic Pin and a remarketing support or remarketing service. You have to pay at least five thousand rupees to Magic Pin for each month to get these uh, services. Okay, they will provide the cash back okay. on behalf of you. They will sell the vouchers on behalf of you. Then pay you back the voucher amount. Okay. So this okay. is how they work. They go for the subscription, uh, which is more secure than us. I, I, I have to admit that this is more secure than us because they are getting the uh, they are getting paid in advance from yeah. the merchants okay. to, to providing the service. Right. In terms of us, okay. we are charging the mar merchants in every 15 days visiting their stores or or getting the money in in, in digital platform like our merchant panel have uh, integration with the payment gateway. So we, they send us the money in our bank account for, by using our merchandise. But in terms of uh, our business model, we charge the commission to the merchants for selling their vouchers or providing cashback to the to, to the customer whenever uh, the customer is paying the bill bill of their shop. Okay. So in terms of the uh, business model, as I mentioned, the Magic Pin is more secure, but our model is uh, a bit uh, risky. To collect the money, sometimes the merchants uh, will uh, say you like, bro, the sale went down this week, so we cannot pay you. Can you actually give us uh, two, three days more to pay you back? So, so in terms of that, we are all already reinventing the wheel because uh, we are also going to go for the subscription. The, because the commission oh, part, yeah. as, as I want to uh, be frank mm -hmm. uh, with you all. The subscription gives right. you more assurance and more uh, yeah. flexibility to do business in a relaxed manner. For the commission part, if the uh, the payment you have to collect from the merchants, 
if this is your responsibility to uh, call your merchants every 15 days to uh, give you the commission amount then sometimes they can actually take the advantage of your politeness so in terms of bangladesh and, and india and other asian countries the merchants actually uh, looking forward to get a single bit of opportunity to pay you two three days or a week one week later or one month later right so it can become sometimes problematic for you though in our case this happened for four or five merchants not all rest of them are good but but in terms of subscription model we are planning to go model by bring them other actually benefits so it will be starting from like uh, 35 usd subscription per month for the merchants but they will be getting uh, more services from us that we are right now providing them. so so this is how our business model is differentiated uh, from the magic yeah, okay. sir. Thanks a lot for shedding the light upon it, and I got your point. Uh, hi, Mr. Kazi. Uh, so I have really fond memories of Bangladesh. Two of my dear friends, uh, you know, who are research scholars were from Bangladesh. So you know, great to have you here. Um, so I see that you know um, your company is moving from a retargeting referral influencer-based uh, model to like a data science, data-driven kind of a model, which will actually be very critical for you guys in the long term. So I have a uh, less of a you know uh, business, but more of a technical question for you. So from a technology stack point of view, you know uh, how are you uh, dealing with hyperlocalization, uh, artificial intelligence, and scalability, and what is the roadmap ahead for uh, this technology stack? Uh, okay, thank you for your question. And uh, in terms of uh, technology uh, scalability, uh, right now we are actually using like. Google Vision API, which we have customized to sort down the data from the bill receipt, and we have created a system. Still, this is not 100% automated. Uh, as you understand, that uh, we are a very small team. The engineering team only have the five people. So, so you understand, this is a very small team. So, in terms of that, uh, still we are not 100% uh, automated in terms of scanning the bill. Uh, in, in a full manner so that uh, a, a, no human interaction is needed in terms of uh, like like getting the data from the bill receipt we use the google vision api that we customize and 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 sort down the data in our database and and some few human interaction needed to check the any kind of uh, spam that is uh, done by the customers uh, in terms of if we see any frequent uh, spamming in our platform, then our system alert you that this guy is doing uh, spamming. Then we have to do some check in manual way. So this is how we are right now using like uh, Google Vision API to uh, getting the customer bill uh, receipt and understanding who bought what uh, in our system. And in terms of AI, yes, uh, you are actually absolutely right that in. In upcoming days, whenever there will be user like uh, 100k users every month, and we are getting like millions of bills every month, then uh, it's not possible for us to actually do some manual check uh, in every day because uh, it will be harder for the team to actually check. No matter it's like 10 to 15 people is uh, sitting over the PC to do only the QC of this kind of bill. Is it? So in that case, we need AI. We understand that. 
but we are actually following the journey with at first we are going to perfect uh, this uh, uh, the, the data structure model connecting the data this model at first we need to actually 100% uh, automated so we are working towards it and after that in terms of remarketing that you asked about uh, to me uh, that uh, in terms of AI that right now we are uh, remarketing doing the remarketing to like the data we get we filter it based on the user behavior and then we suggest the okay so this is we cannot call it the AI so this is the data filtering and, and data sorting thing for the merchants so that they can use a remarketing tool so that they can do the remarketing but in terms of uh, in future what is our vision to utilizing the UI so how we are feeling or how we are thinking in terms of uh, using the AI we feel that our AI should help the merchants that if Kazi has visited to my place today, what is the, what will be the next probable day for his visit in my place? So our system, so that uh, we are targeting to give them this kind of insight that Kazi will visit your place after three months or after two weeks, after three weeks, based on your actual behavior in our platform. So, so this is the thing we want to utilize AI so that we can actually provide our market to get better understanding that how much sale they can expect from a particular customer over the year. What will be the next purchase uh, purchase cycle for that customers in that shop? This kind of predictability we want to provide the merchants by using the AI. So we have a plan for this, but right now we are more into the perfecting our actually collecting data from the customers by uh, using the Google and, and we are also actually looking forward to uh, we are already onboarding a um, machine learning engineer like uh, he will be helping us to do some automation in our uh, uh, what we call like uh, build CD scan system by building our own uh, image uh, actually scanning system like what we right now using uh, as a google vision ai uh, google vision api so in that case we want to build, a, build our own vision so that we can actually collect it our in our own way so that is why we are actually uh, right now have already onboarded a, a engineer. so, so this, this, is, this is the plan that how we, we want to capitalize the technology wonderful wonderful just a quick follow-up question uh, so uh, how are you targeting feature phone users in that case because uh, google google vision and most of these you know the things that you talk about these are all smartphone users so uh, from what i understand there are a lot of feature phone users also in Bangladesh. Uh, are you targeting them as well in some way or not really in terms of featured phone users we don't target yes. them we only okay. target okay. the smartphone users oh okay got it. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, sir, how you guys uh, brought like brands and shops uh, like on your platform? So your vendor side acquisition strategy. Yeah. In terms of uh, vendor acquisition, uh, there is a two types of strategy. Uh, in terms of uh, like uh, according to the merchants uh, we follow 
like direct sales pitch and also yeah. follow the investment and then 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 acquire so for for the direct sales pitch our sales team actually visit their visit the shops and talk to them what type of uh, solution we are providing for their business and if it can adjust with their business or if it can help them uh, in, a, in a in a very long way or, or or in future then actually they approach them and and get into get onboarded uh, merchant get onboarded to this sales team for the merchants who are more like bigger brands or mid-range brands for convincing them for for a service sometimes it becomes challenging so we call it like investment then sell we actually offer the cashback to the customers in platform by investing our own money providing them some cashback like uh three percent up to 30 rupees or 40 rupees are what we call is in bangladeshi taka is uh 30 taka 40 taka okay so we invest uh, this kind of uh, money on their customer base and promote it in our app whenever we get at least 100 to 100 bills of their customers then we approach them that sir we have that customer base of your shop that you don't know if you want to reach them in future then you can work with them. then they actually get uh, more amazed that how they know about my customer how they get to know that what i sold in last week to one of my customers that time they get amazed and then we actually convert that vendor so this is we call uh, like invest and then sales so invest and sales and and, and there, there is another approach is which direct like uh, pitching the merchants visiting them pitching the merchants and then actually uh, onboard them and and this works very well the directions works very well for the small merchants like the restaurant that have one or two branches and investment and sales that works best for the brands like kfc nando's uh, or pizza hut or you can call is harpy they are bigger brands so they will ask for more validity of your platform to get work with you so in that case you can do that investment and then sales and, 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 and magic pin in terms of magic pin they do the same way they, they follow the same strategy you actually onboard the big market uh, so this is the similar way that we follow. Yeah. Hey, uh, thank you for taking the time this later time. I know Bangladesh is like 12 a.m. right now, I suppose. Thank yeah. for that. Uh, so, so basically my question was it, as you know, like most of the startups which are coming up right now are mostly shifting towards the high class audience of the say, uh, society. So I just wanted to know how hard it is to build for the bottom of the uh, bottom of the pyramid or a less educated audience on, on the internet. Mm -hmm. okay. So in terms of uh, uh, the question that you asked for, for, for the bottom of the pyramid, it's challenging because sometimes you have to provide them the full information in short manner to get them educated and use your platform, right? So this is the biggest challenge that we faced sometimes uh, whenever we did the marketing uh, because uh, uh, a, a customer uh, if you call, actually explain the uh, whole ecosystem or whole process of getting the cashback sometimes they will don't understand whenever an influencer is actually 
promoting this and showing how it works it's like a video then they actually get to know it a better way and more easy so for the bottom line of the pyramid like lower middle class people since they use the smartphone if they get some uh, instructional video then it's become easy for them uh, to actually use the platform so we also have that uh, option and we also have that video by our own that we have made for the users to how you can use the happy app and have in the cashback in our application so you the users can also view that uh, video and also understand that how to use but in terms of challenges if i want to call it like onboarding the customers uh, from that class this is not that much harder for bangladesh market because uh, in bangladesh market people are more interested to explore new things so if as i mentioned in my in the in the in the first phase of our uh, discussion that in bangladesh the people are more interested to explore new things and they get more hooked whenever they actually get to know about your platform and, and you are visible to them in in social media or, or any other part if they uh, see you in places like social media and also in front of their workplace then they will get to understand that this is something interesting i should do actually check then they actually download the app and use it so so this is how our bangladeshi consumers are interacting with the digital platforms and in terms of uh, like still there is a challenge but still there is a 50-50 part of the challenge and also the uh, adaptability of technology by the customer so why i call it like 50 percent challenge because sometimes as a company as a startup we cannot or we are not being able to actually communicate with the customers in a proper manner so that it's easy for them to understand to use my plan so there is a gap of the companies to understand the consumer mindset to promote their application or promote their business that is why they are missing out to the customers to onboard them in their platform in our part uh, we did in that manner that we figured out that what the bottom of the pyramid are actually watching or what the purpose they are using uh, in the internet or what type of purpose uh, they are trying to fulfill in the internet like Facebook. Then we figured out that most of them are more into the Facebook for watching interesting videos, watching food videos or food reviews. Or, or 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 sometimes they are actually trying to earn money in in a in a short way or or or, or in a uh, effortless way what we call so in that case the influencer marketing works based uh, that is why we actually use the influencer marketing and also since they want to get some extra income to uh, by uh, using less effort so that is why we started the referral uh, promotion like just use onboard your friend in the platform and provide them your referral code get the 20 bangladeshi taka in terms of a successful referral and your friend will also get the 10 taka 10 bangladeshi taka whenever they will be using your uh, referral code so in that case 
we actually onboarded the bottom of the pyramid in this way by understanding them what is their visibility area so in that case my understanding is if you understand the your customer mindset their uh, visible point like where they are more active what is the purpose uh, for their activeness in that platform or in that area then you have to assess that what type of need they have and fulfill that need through your community so in that case it will actually help you to onboard the bottom of the pyramid because they are not that much educated but your appropriate communication make it easier for them to get educated about your platform Thank you. Thank you very much, Kazi. That was a great answer. Yeah. Uh, hey, Kazi. Thanks for coming uh, to, uh, today. So I have a question around like I'm a big fan of Muhammad Yunus and his all the work around Grameen Bank. And I see like in India we have a lot of startups around the micro lending space, which are currently working or claim to work for the bottom of the pyramid. Uh, I say it's fifty fifty. We have very good startups in this space, like like Rangde and you know ones which are suited with like a very specific models, like for schools, for colleges, or only around you know a specific section of the of the society per se, or a specific se section of the age group. My question is like, uh, how is that uh, that space in Bangladesh right now? Because this is this is one trend which. Like the concept of Grameen Bank or micro lending came from Bangladesh, so mm. I think uh, more or less. So I think what's the trend right now with the recent startup space there in Bangladesh? Thank you. Uh, in terms of micro lending, uh, there are two three platforms that are actually working on it. In terms of short loan, like two months short loan. You can actually check out the cash. They are doing really great. They have like uh, one million users. Now they are doing the short loan. Provide you the short loan. They, they are targeting the consumer, not the business side. Like B two B micro lending and B two C micro lending, right? So in B two C there is rapid cash. They are doing really great. Uh, in terms of uh, like focusing on the farmers, only the farmer. There is a micro lending platform like I Farmer. They are actually uh, getting investment from the people like us, taking the as an investment. We do the investment on the farmer, and they take the money from us and then uh, provide the loan to the farmer. So this is how the uh, space of farming related micro lending works in Bangladesh. Like I Farmer is doing that. So uh, there is another platform that I forget the name. They are also actually started working on the B two C space. So yes, it's growing. And for the rapid cash and I pharma, they have done really great job in lending space. Uh, 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 rather than the Grameen Bank, uh, apart from the Grameen Bank, these two platforms uh, platforms are doing really great in terms of uh, consumer space, the and the and the, and the rural uh, uh, rural space of the uh, targeting the uh, farmers. So in that case, these two platforms are doing uh, such good good business. And if I want to talk about the B2B micro lending, uh, in terms of that, there is a, another uh, startup like Sheva, which is trying to actually doing uh, 
in in uh, playing in the in this space like B2B micro lending, like they have lots of uh, mom and pop shops. Sorry. <laughs> so they are targeting those mom and pop shops to provide that. Got it. Got it. And uh, uh, Grameen Bank is still very active, right? Like it still covers a huge market share and uh, for the bottom of the pyramid for the village. The self-help groups and everything is still quite active or has that moment died down? In terms of uh, the, the market, if we, if we consider the only the consumer, like a farmer, in terms of in rural area, Gramin phone, uh, uh, sorry, Gramin bank is actually providing the loan to the farmers in most cases and also the entrepreneurs like who wants to do any kind of business uh, get some earning right in that case for the farmer side Gramin bank is still the market leader but the i farmer is growing so far targeting no the farmer for the entrepreneur part there is no one so also all, only the Gramin phone brag there is an ngo back they are also providing loan to the consumers which is uh, brag uh, maybe you know about the brag because this is the largest ngo in all over the world so BRAC is uh, also from Bangladesh. BRAC is actually uh, helping the farmers and entrepreneurs alongside with the Gramin Bank uh, to helping the farmers and, and the entrepreneurs. For only the niche market, the iFarmer is targeting the farmer. And for the educated B2C customers like us, the micro lending is only available through the smartphone via uh, rapid cash. So this is being used by the urban people like us. So this is this is how it's working in in, in terms of micro lending. Got it. Got it. Got it. Thanks a lot. In India, we have a platform known as Rangde, which is like helping both the entrepreneurs, which is a non-profit and like in a very similar space and like uh, Grammy. But, but I am more interested to know about the. I am more. I am more interested to know about. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Go on, go on, go on, Kazi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I am more interested to know about the uh, space of uh, buy now pay later because this is becoming very much hot cake for the world. Uh, Klarna Afterpay is doing really great, and last month I saw that uh, buy now pay later is also being introduced by the Flipkart. So, do you, any of uh, you have that uh, how it it's going on in India? I want to actually get some insight from you guys uh, about the buy now pay later uh, type of fintech model in India. Uh, I have some insights. So India has two main, you know, Avanti Finance and Bajaj are two two of the bigger leaders, like who are fueling multiple other startups or. Uh, act as a backbone for multiple other small NBFCs to, to add to the plate, and I know pay, pay later has become a trend with the, not just like with with e-commerce it's one place, but there are multiple other use cases which has come into being, which is school. Supposedly you are paying the fees for a school. You can you may not uh, like the 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 school ask you to pay the fees in every quarter or like thrice in a year max to max so buy now pay later has come up with a scheme that you can you know 
you you will pay to the school once the company the startup will pay to the school at the beginning it will ask the parents to pay pay every month so they have like a steady income coming and they can pay so which which is kind of is the only model to sustain most of the low income private schools in india then buy now pay later has also traversed into a lot of other uh, other uh, the other markets there are for mm-hmm. school kids or college kids you know uh, above 18 20 year olds maybe slice pay and all those other startups which is like okay you can buy a phone and then you can pay later but like the entire maths behind it is very similar but the model is slightly different we have like really big players like avanti is more on the rural side as bajaj is more on the you know ar- ar- urban side of things who are in the market and they are doing really really great the type of volumes i remember reading it for 19 or 18 there was a very good ken article i'll forward it here but the numbers are really really great if anybody has some more data on it i'll be more than happy to know i don't know the current data but india has like a massive massive market share with that i uh, uh, yeah thank you for the insight i i i i am very much interested to know about the india market cause uh this is the market that have done a very fantastic job in yeah. various innovative uh, spaces uh, and, and and i i always appreciate uh, the indian uh, people uh, like the passion like the mentality to do the hard work to actually get into the actually business and and also make it successful Though failures is a part of the journey, but I I still feel that Indian uh, startup uh, community is very much active and helpful towards each and uh, every other uh, with each other, so that they all all of them can grow. So 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 that is why I I ask the if someone has the insight regarding this because I I believe that uh, you guys know about this market like buy now pay later. because this is uh, right now is trending uh, in 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 fintech industry and worldwide right now is it's considering as the future of uh, fintech uh, or lending business because it's a like short term loan like you can pay back to within 45 days to 90 days to yeah. 120 days to the, to the company and they will pay on behalf of you with a far, like the 25% payment you have to just pay them 25% and rest of the payment 70 75% payment will be done by the company and then you will have to pay them to over the period so 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 it's it's very interesting model because for happy hub since we are working with the consumer and like the bottom line yeah middle class people uh, and and the middle class people they need this kind of services very uh, very much but in terms of policy uh, we have some restrictions uh, from from our regulators mm-hmm. so that you cannot open up the opportunity as well. mm-hmm. so there are sorry no no go on go on go on okay. so in terms of uh, like what we can say in terms of this kind of uh, business model there is a huge need in bangladesh comes of policy there is a challenge but uh, as we feel that buy now pay later can help the uh, people like uh, who has the less amount of salary their salary get uh, actually 
finished uh, by the end of third week of the month and then yeah. some extra money go for the rest of the month Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, what I had, uh, you know, what I, I mean, I agree with you. What five years ago it was all this. Um, uh, what I noticed was uh, the stickiness, you know, of uh, the customers was there, highly there, you know. Yeah. Um, but what happened was the margins were very, very less for most of these companies, right? Uh, the trust factor also came in there, and the trust factor was uh, a very receding trust factor. With all the NPA of the banks going on, and whatever happened in the past four years, I think uh, somehow this model couldn't take off much. There is a very interesting article, Mr. Kazi. I can share uh, that article with you. Uh, I think it was again on the Ken Like Bank. I mean, it's a different article. Uh, so I'll share it with you. It will give you a lot of insights about where uh, India as a market is in the NPM and what we have done in the past four or five years. So I hope that, can, and we can probably catch up again. You know. Um, yeah 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 so kazi if you are if you if you are a little bit active on the on the server no you know there are so many interesting people here that i think you will be able to you know understand the market a little bit more you should definitely catch up over dm or probably on linkedin or whatever it's convenient for you yeah sure <clears throat> I, I i just uh, uh i i i am sharing my linkedin account so that i can connect to Uh, connect with you all. Yeah. Actually discuss uh, over over there, and also we can uh, sometimes have call uh, so that we can discuss some interesting ideas. Yes. So I have yes. already shared my LinkedIn uh, link. 
Well, I think uh, you know we were supposed to speak for an hour. We're almost an hour. Uh, you know, to the ninety-ninety minute mark now. Uh, you know that shows the kind of interest that that uh, this conversation held, and we still have uh, twenty twenty-five odd people who are listening in. Uh, you know, I guess we'll uh, we'll close the conversation now. Uh, Kazi. Uh, it was a pleasure having you here wanted to get a you know last closing comments from you what your experience was with the community and any closing words that you want to share with the team yeah sure uh, uh, the, the, the thing that i have really uh, want to share that uh, i have learned something from you guys today because that was my agenda to actually discuss with you guys because i have got to know that how the india is uh, uh, doing in field so that was my first uh, thing that whenever i thought to discuss with you guys to ask from you guys and and i i also want to thank the builders club and everyone that have participated and and, and who are already uh, listened to me and are already listening so so i hope to get connected with you all and and and, and if you Uh, have any interesting thing uh, or or anything to ask you can uh, reach me out over the linkedin and 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 over there we can discuss so so that's that's all from uh, from my side uh, i want to thank you all that was the episode hope you got some rich insights for your idea from this If you like the episode do share it with your friends and rate us on Spotify, Google Store and iTunes. If you want to join the Water Cooler podcast live, join the club at www.thebuildersclub.me. Until next time, upwards and onwards.